Lady Bam just in front. Got a kiss is rolling through. The drinks can't cut. Reach them down the outside as Anders. Got a kiss the inside. Lady Bam the outside. Up to third as Anders. But Got a kiss has driven through. Taken the lead from Lady Bam and Got a kiss ahead to Lady Bam. Third goes to Anders and fourth was the drinks cart. Followed by one of Steph Thornton's favourite gallopers and one of our Eagle Eye listeners, Grant Diva. He said Steph was riding at the trials earlier this week and he sent me a screenshot of one of the heats. And, yep, definitely Steph Thornton had a couple of rides there earlier in the week for Tony Gollan. It's fantastic to have her back and she hasn't ridden since March 2023. And a lot's happened since then and Steph Thornton joins us. Good morning, Steph. Good morning, Steve. Did you ever think about not coming back to riding or is it something you always wanted to do when Harry got a, a bit older and settled down? basically leaving the door open I hadn't made any decisions um, I think it's a decision you can't make and until you're in the position to and even whilst I I was pregnant with Harry I, I still didn't know what I wanted to do I didn't know how I'd feel when he was born but um, I, I knew pretty quickly that it was something I definitely wanted to come back to and you've been riding work for a couple of weeks I know you've been with Tony Gollan riding a few for a fortnight or so yeah, I've been riding work for um, actually about six weeks or so. I've been popping down to the Gold Coast for my dad and, and then going into Eagle Farm a couple of times a week and jumping on some for Tony and, and Kelly Sweeter. And um, they've all been great, um, giving me that support to get back into it, get fit again. And um, I've probably, I think I've done about four sets of trials now as well. How was it the first day? <laughs> yeah, it was good. It, um, I went down to my dad for the first time back and... Um, when you first get legged on, you definitely feel a bit unbalanced. You can feel that way after two weeks off, let alone nine months off. So um, it was yeah, it was nice to get back on, and um, I yeah, I really enjoyed it. In saying that, was it a good feeling? However, yeah, great feeling. It's I think it's the longest time in my life I've I've gone without sitting on a horse for as long as I can remember. That's pretty much been a part of my daily routine. So it was a big change for me. Um, but uh, for me, there's, there's no better feeling than sitting on the back of a horse and it's like second nature. You, you never forget and it's like riding a bike. It's something you just always know how to do. And how's the weight management going? Yeah, no, it's great. I'm yeah, back down to my riding weight, so um, I'm fortunate that that's come straight back. And what sort of weight would that be? What range? Uh, I ride 54, so yeah, I'm back down to there, which is, um, yeah, I'm very fortunate that... Um, I don't have any issues with my weight and um, can ride the minimum. When do you feel uh, that you're going to be good enough for race day or fit enough? Um, <laughs> look, I don't, I don't feel like I'm too far off. Probably another couple of weeks. like to do a couple more lots of trials. Um, and then, yeah, when the right horse is available, I'll um, hopefully get back into it. We just talked about Got a Kiss, certainly one of your favourites. You were with her right from the start, even before her first start. You rode her in a couple of trials. Yeah, um, she was yeah absolutely one of my favourites. I rode her from her, her first baby jump out and, and in all of her race starts. She was a beautiful filly and she gave me my first group one ride. She was um, she was super to me and one that I'll always hold special and in she, my heart. And she ran damn well in that, that group one. It was the Atkins you're referring to. Yes, it was. Yeah, second, you ran into a good one in Rothfire that day, you wouldn't believe it. Second, the Rothfire, yeah, so we can't <laughs> complain too much. <laughs> yeah, she only won the three, but she went around in so many good races and she won almost a half a million. I wonder what she, how she is in uh, the breeding barn at the moment, got a kiss. Is there any news there? Um, I believe her first foal just went through the sales, actually. I'm not sure 
what he went through, but I'm sure he was a little I am invincible colt and he just went through the Magic Million sales. And the Odyssey was a good horse to you as well. Yeah, my other favourite. He's um, He was um, super special. I think I won six races on him and obviously won a Magic Millions race on him, which I think had been my most special win. So two of my absolute favourites. Yeah, that was the big cutest race, wasn't it, in, in 20, 2021? Yes, it was. Yeah. Uh, what weight did he have that day? He had a fair bit of weight as well, 59 kilograms yeah, on his back. Yeah, he had 59. Yeah. 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 He'd done a good effort too. It was 1,300 and that was his absolute maximum. He'd never actually won beyond 1,200 before that day and, and that was the last race that he won. Steph, I was reading a couple of posts from you this morning. Uh, Ray, your son Harry, who was born last September. Gee, okay. um, this was a very anxious time for yourself and, and husband Ben. Do you, do you want to take us through it with his heart condition or heart defect when he was born? Yeah, um, unfortunately, our little man, we found out at our 20-week scan um, that he was going to be born with a heart defect, and um, it was quite a serious one. It was one that was going to need corrective surgery when he was born, or he wouldn't have been able to survive. So it was um, it was a lot to process. Ben and I kept things very private. We dealt with it with our family and very close friends, um, and Harry spent the first five and a half weeks of his life in hospital he had his first procedure on his heart uh, within minutes of being born he was taken away from us straight away um, and he spent the first couple of weeks in the NICU um, and he had corrective surgery open heart surgery when he was two weeks old so it was um, it was a lot to process at the time um, he had a really long surgery it was 13 hours and quite a tough recovery but it's amazing how strong babies are and more amazing I guess the people that we have that are able to fix these things for us. Harry was the way his heart was built he was never going to get oxygenated blood circulating through his body so obviously as we all know without oxygen we can't survive so um, thankfully he, he made it through his surgery and recovery was tough but He's, um, he's thriving now and uh, we're very lucky that we have the Queensland Children's Hospital up here and his surgeon done an incredible job with him um, and we couldn't be more grateful to all of those whose support we had during that time with him. How delicate operating on a baby's heart. You mentioned 13 hours. That would have been a massive team around Harry at that particular stage performing that open heart surgery. Yeah, it was. So, babe, so your heart is basically the size of your fist. So you imagine a baby's fist at two weeks old and, and that's how big his heart was. So how they do it absolutely amazes me. Um, and they actually say um, open heart surgery is the most cancelled surgery out of them all because you need to have everyone in your team spot on. It's obviously it's a very delicate situation and um, Harry spent quite a long time on, on bypass and he had a pretty tough day. It was the longest day of mine and Ben's life but we're fortunate that we've got our little man and we're able to take him home and we'll always be grateful to the people that enabled us to be able to do that. Yeah, but even when he was born you know obviously um, just with hormones and the emotion and, and then just taking him away right from the very start there. Yeah it, um, it certainly wasn't your normal, normal experience and it's probably something um, you can't really explain and people will probably not truly understand unless you were sort of sitting there with us. Um, as I said, we kept a lot of it 
very private. It'll be a time that we'll just always share between ourselves. But uh, we were super lucky with my parents, my brothers and Ben's entire family. And um, we had our best friends there with us and um, just the people that we needed to surround ourselves with to get through that time because it was by far the hardest thing we've both done. Um, and it was sort of the best and worst time all wrapped into one because you've just had your first son but um, you know there was a period there where we just weren't sure if he was coming home with us and and that's a really hard thing to process. Gee what a wonderful feeling when you took Harry through the door there at your house when was that? Yeah so that was uh, five and a half weeks after he was born so the end of October he got to go home and um, he still has yeah very regular routine checkups and um, he had still little things he had to get over even when we first come out of hospital but he's, he's, he's a tough little man and um, the best part is he won't remember any of it. So, right. so are there any um, other ongoing effects of this when he gets older or anything like that? No, um, touch wood, albeit it was a very serious defect that he was born with. Um, the whole way along they actually told us it was one of the better ones because it's something that can be fixed um, bearing that in mind, it's also a surgery they've only been doing for 30 years. So beyond 30 years ago, when babies were born with this, they just wouldn't have survived. So uh, we're so lucky with science and the way things have continued to progress in our lifetime that they're able to fix this. And touch wood, hopefully he's a, a one and done surgery for him. And who came up with the name Harry, Steph? Ben did actually. We um, it wasn't even on our list, and we were sitting with him the following morning after he was born. We still hadn't named him, and uh, that was when I had my my first hold of him the next day. And we were sitting there, and Ben sat there and said, "What about Harry?" And that was it. It was stuck. Okay. Hey, will you have another one in the future? Do you think? Uh, yeah. Look, we we definitely love to have more kids when and. When that'll happen, I've got absolutely no idea. So at the moment, my focus is on Harry and and on riding, and that's where, yeah, that's where my focus will remain. Of course, the Payne family gets so much publicity, and deservedly so. They're an amazing family, but your family as well. Like in Queensland now, even Boris was in the winner's circle yesterday with Lennox Damien's going well. You mentioned your dad's moved to Queensland and you're back riding as well. It's something that the family should reflect on and be well, certainly be very proud of is what I'm saying. Yeah, absolutely. Like, we've always been a part of racing, obviously, thanks to mum and dad. And um, we're super lucky, myself, Damien and Boris, that we've all loved what we've done and been fortunate enough to have great success. And obviously, dad was the key behind getting us going. He, he always gave us the support that we needed to start up. And, um, you know, mum's, mum's one of the biggest players. She's always behind the scenes supporting us. So between us all and obviously Ben as well, it's it's very much a family effort and, and we're very lucky to be able to do it together. Any similarities in your riding compared with one of your older brothers at all? Um, I think Damien, Boris and I all have a lot of similar traits <clears throat> the way we ride. Obviously, Dad taught us all, so we're all taught the same and I think we ride different in ways but also very similar. Probably the way we read horses and the way we react to them is very similar. Um and in saying that, as I said, we're all different in ways too. And both your brothers have done a great job to manage their weight over the years. Absolutely. Like Boris, he's obviously he's very tall and Damien's not too far behind him, but they do a great job and, um, you know, 
Damien's lucky. He can obviously still get down to those really light weights when required for big races too. So he can get down to, I think, 50 kilos when he needs to. And obviously Boris, when he needs, like for him to be able to get down to 54 is a huge effort. So um, they do a fantastic job. But, you know, a lot of people do it. It's a hard gig and not everyone's lucky enough to walk around 52, 53 kilos. So there's plenty of them that have to work hard for it. And what's this superstition you do before trials and races where you touch your head? Tell us about that. <laughs> what's this? What's this? I don't know. Ben decided he'd tell everybody about my superstition one day. But, um, so what, you just touch your know, forehead, do you? It. Always touch my forehead before I put my goggles on. So um, now the whole world will be watching next time I do that. But... <laughs> We've all got them, Something you know. always done, and we all have those weird things. It's just whether you admit them and own up to them or not. Yeah, look, it's lovely to hear your voice, and as I said, it, it's just um, you know that you feel blessed, and, and you and the reason you publicise the situation with Harry just to thank everyone involved there, the, those amazing people. Like when you think about that surgery and how you stay focused for that long doing something like that, uh, how drained must you be some, when you leave the these surgeons leave the hospital and so on, Steph. Yeah, absolutely, you know, and, and they rock up early the next morning to do it all again. They don't have one patient and, you know, we go to work in racing and we think our whole world revolves around racing, but there are so many people out there that have jobs that are so important in the world and, you know, they'll, you'll never be able to give them enough money or repay them for what they do. And as you said, we shared Harry's story purely to raise awareness because PGA, Transposition of the Great Arteries, is what Harry had and... It's something, you know, we never knew existed until earlier last year. And um, I think it's important to be aware of those things. And um, as I said at the time, we kept it very private, but we were happy to share his story afterwards just to raise that awareness around it and really be thankful of the people that we have at our doorstep. And, you know, we're so lucky to live in the country that we do and, and our state where we have the, the surgeons and the people on board that are able to save our baby's life. And just with Ben also, just give Ben a wrap and we know he's one of our best in Queensland and I know that yourself and Ben sit down and watch all the replays. You're very analytical the way you go about things but um, he's not only a great rider but he's also a wonderful communicator, isn't he? Uh, off the track which is so important. Absolutely. It's, you know, it's, it's probably where you win most of your races is off the track, creating connections and communicating with owners and trainers and Ben's, yeah, he's one of the best at that. He's He's a brilliant rider and he's been going super as well and he um, he wins on and off the track, that's for sure. All right, well, make sure Tony or someone at one of the biggest stables uh, put you on a winner uh, when you come back in a couple <laughs> of weeks. Make sure of it. Let's hope. <laughs> Thanks, Steph. Thanks, uh, Steph Thornton uh, telling us she's on the comeback trail. She's been getting her fitness uh, up to up to speed and uh, riding uh, those trials that are in the week. And uh, she's been, what did she say, about five or six weeks. She's been riding work. Her weight's good, down to her riding weight. And as I said, she hasn't ridden since the 25th of May. Uh, sorry, 25th of March, 2023. And, of course, her last winner, I think, was um, Dickensian uh, at the Gold Coast for her dad. Uh, Glenn, I think that was her last winner. Yeah, there you go on the, the poly track. She actually rode a couple of winners uh, that particular day. And, and they're both for a dad. I think the other one was called a Power Boom. So as I said, she's just a bright young spark. And how scary uh, with young son, uh, Harry. But great to know that uh, he's home now and, and doing really well.